Welcome back to the Hardwood Boys Podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Give <laughs> anybody want to thank Brandon? What are talking about? No, not really. <laughs> I, I would like to, to just throw a shout out out there to one of my coworkers, Cody. He called me today. He's been business the last couple of weeks. Um, had, a, had a little, a little bit of a set back there with, with one of the one of the team for 14 days. We can get into that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll maybe. talk about that. Um, so you know, I just wanted to. Throw that shout out there, Cody. Appreciate you listening, bud. Hey, guys, it's Ben. Uh, I want to thank Mr. John and Bourgeois for an amazing weekend down in Venice fishing and hunting and just showing us a very great time and feeding us. Appreciate it. Uh, I want to send a th- uh, thank you to, or a shout out to Tanner Akos, a buddy I might have hunted with, and I sent him a mean picture this week, and I felt bad about it. Because it was just, it didn't look like him, but it sort of did on a small screen. And it, it, once you zoomed it in, it, it, I'm sorry, buddy. You really don't look <laughs> like that guy. I just thought it was funny. Sorry. And also my mother-in-law, Amy Egoff, who watches every week. She spent 12 days with me. We'll get into that during a quarantine. Um, I want to thank her because she was great during the time she was here with us. Uh, and I would like to thank the two people that came back after being off for two weeks thanks to your COVID, <laughs> your COVIDness. Yeah, I do apologize. We had to take a couple of weeks off because uh, my stepbrother t- tested positive. He ran a fever the day after the 4th of July and tested positive when he went and got tested. So, therefore, we were shut down because, as you know, we play in the band together and we played at the Whiskey Bar Friday. Or What's Saturday the name of the band? Stepbrothers. Um, I hope Will Ferrell and I don't get it. John C. Riley <laughs> don't uh sue us but sam and i are stepbrothers so it just made sense um but yeah we played and then like two days later sam ran a fever so um luckily we played outside and our wives demanding us play outside thank goodness we did it even though it was raining um but he got a fever and tested positive so therefore i had to be on uh, quarantine for 14 days um but it's over now, and none of us had any symptoms. Um, I'm trying to read something Vic's putting in my face. I like Samuel L. Jackson. I'll just tell you that. That's all I can say about that meme <laughs> that he just threw in front of me. <laughs> Do like me some Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Um, we're back. Season two. Season two. Episode okay, so one. Hardwood Boys. Season two. Episode one. Okay. What are we talking about tonight? Uh, fishing, floundering. A lot has happened in the last two weeks. Um, yeah, floundering's like a has a double meaning for what we did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, for three of us. Anyway. Yeah, we can start with the floundering that we did. What was it? Four a.m. Three forty. I woke up on Sunday night, Saturday night, Sun- Sunday morning. Sunday morning. And what is that? July eighteenth or whatever. Seventeenth, sixteenth, nineteenth. Nineteenth. Um, wake up at four in the morning because Vic doesn't stay up late at night to go floundering. <laughs> He wakes up at four, 3.40 to go floundering down in Long Beach instead of walking to the beach right in front of our house to find out what we found out. Um, it, it, it all worked out. Oh, yeah, it all worked out great. So we, we pull up. We're, we're, I don't know, probably halfway between, no, just probably from where Minge Avenue is to where the Walmart is. About Espy, maybe right there at Espy. There's a little parking bay right there. 
I've been wanting to go. I had seen people out there floundering, and you know, you and I went July third, and we stuck those those couple in the morning right there. Well, you stuck those couple with the moonbeam um, you got. And then Brandon and I went last weekend and didn't see a thing. And and I mean, the just two two and a half foot tide movement on Sunday, Saturday night, Sunday. I figured it would be good. It was an eight on your on yeah. your scale. Yeah. Is that a deer hunting floundering scale? No, that's, I, yeah, I, I go to MS Rod and Gun okay. and, and pull the tie charts. And, and that's, I mean, that's what I typically use. I didn't pull it up the night Brandon and I went. Maybe I should have in the morning. Um, but we uh, so we get out there, and as soon as we park and get out of the truck, and I'm like, oh, geez. I mean, you can hear the, you can hear the water kind of rolling over out there, and it never rolls over here. And that's never good. So, we, we were the, up. Yeah, the, the three of us walk all the way out to the beach, and we go mid-calf and can't even see our toes. The light looks like like it's a dim little... Oh, it, it literally like had a dimmer on it. You could see maybe three inches in front of your light, but you couldn't even see if there was anything there. You could see the bottom. Chocolate milk. Yeah, it was yeah. chocolate milk. Yeah. It was worse than chocolate milk. Yeah. It looked like the bottom of Brandon's beer when all the yeast is in it that yeah. you make. It was that. It was just a... It was just a yeah, better yeah. taste. Really Kombucha. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we called it off, and, and we walked back up to the truck, and Kenneth says... I can't go home now. Kim will make fun of me. Yeah, we can't go home <laughs> thirty minutes, ten minutes after we left. <laughs> let's, go, let's go eat at Waffle House. Hell yeah! So we drove to Long Beach and went and uh, had breakfast at the Waffle House in there, and then we came home. So I mean, you know, it, I can tell you, you do not want to go into Waffle House at four thirty in the morning sober. Sober, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's it, an awful no, experience. The food was good. The yeah. food was good. The table was dirty. I mean, you start noticing things you wouldn't notice if um, you were drunk. If you're drunk, you're normally just having fun and you want that food. We were sober and just woke up thirty minutes ago, but we still had a good time. Yeah, we yeah, had good it was food. It was good. good service. It just you notice things you wouldn't normally well, That's a do. group of customers that don't usually mix at that hour. Yeah, well, good thing is social distancing. Nobody was sitting next to each other. There was only like four people in there. There was like two people sitting at a booth way at the end, and mm. then there was two people at the bar, and we just picked the dirtiest table in there, apparently. Well, <laughs> the, the rest of the tables in there were only two-seaters, yeah. so there wasn't a whole well, lot Well, you could have sat on Brandon's lap. Yeah. No, no you could have sat on Brandon's lap. We could have just swapped around. <laughs> oh, I'm going to cough. But okay, I, is that the COVID? Yeah, the COVID is making me cough. No, it's, it's, I hadn't laughed in two weeks like that. Um, no, the, the the floundering. I want to just talk about. I bought a floundering light from Academy up in uh, Gulfport. I don't know who makes the floundering light. Um, but, it's an LED light. Yeah, I think it's LED with sixty thousand lumens, which is supposed to be a great light. That's why I'm glad I got to test it at least that night, so it all worked. But when I was putting it together in my shed the night before, they had these two big alligator clips, and you hook them to a 12-volt square battery. Um, but big clips and a little 12-volt battery, when they touch in your fanny pack or wherever you're storing it, it turns into like a welding rod. Yeah. I mean, that's what warm. welding, yeah, it starts, it, it, I had my so hand in there, melted. and when I hit it, I just heard, and I knew what that meant. I was like, oh, so I pulled my hand out and tried to pull the, positive alligator clip off and I'm glad I did but I smelled smoke it's like that's not going to work so you had to cut the alligator clips off so if the people who make these things you don't need a big unless you're hooking it to like a car battery 
Right. In your boat? You just had the little slip on pieces, which is yeah, what, what's I, on mine. And I, so I hardwired it for that night just to make sure it still worked. But now I went today to A&A Marine and bought the little slip-ons and clamped them on. and So now we're good to go for the next time it, when the wind stops blowing. Yeah, next well, week. I, I would <laughs> say this weekend, but, you know, there's a potential of a storm coming. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be windy all week. Yeah, I don't think it's like a tropical storm or anything big, but it's no, staying out in Texas, but yeah. it's going to blow here. Yeah, It's going to come across. It'll probably push water up higher, you know, the, the typical storm stuff that we deal with but y'all y'all went out and caught some flounders a couple weeks we, ago didn't we you? did july the third um you didn't want to go because you had a concert and I you were in georgia just, yeah um so ben and i went and we went out there and um parking bay down yeah we walked it, it back was a quarter mile or so yeah because we yeah. walked back down this way mm-hmm. and um Stuck one relatively early and didn't see anything for a while. And going back, on the walk back, Ben says, hey man, look at this little stingray. And it was a little bitty, you know, maybe eight inches. And so he's shining the light on it, shining the light on it. And I look at it and he turns his light and my light's still over there. And I'm like, hey Ben, you missed something. Boom. <laughs> Big old flounder. Well, you know. got a moonbeam. I'm sitting there working with a dive light on Jerry rigged to a piece of PVC pipe. So, <laughs> I, so I mean, I hit it, you know, 18. I ended up with two flounders. They were both, you know, Yeah, we posted inches. the picture on Facebook yeah. whenever y'all did it. Yeah. But we just haven't told the story yet. So, my, uh, what I did is I, I scaled them. Obviously, I butterflied them open. Yeah. Got a stuffed crab mixture from Claiborne Hill. Really? They make a it's yeah, a little it's like stuff, stuff really? in the mix. It, it's a How little, much does that cost though? Three dollars for a pound. Shut up. Three dollars for a pound. Honest God. That Is that the frozen itself. one? What? Yeah. Yeah. Three, oh, that's the best. It's three dollars yeah, I mean, for I a pound. I can just eat it by itself. And, <laughs> and I took some um, some shrimp and just and chopped them up. There. Just just yeah. just cut them up and I put them in there and stuffed it all. Baked it in the oven. I put a little bit of olive oil on it, some lemon juice, and just popped them in the oven and, and the baked them and the pulled them out. Same stuff I fed you last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did it. Yeah, can't we mess did it. Up. We, no, you can't. Yeah. We did it for my mother-in-law. That's her favorite thing: fluff, fluff stouter. We, we have <laughs> fluff stouter. Stuff to flounder. <laughs> we we have in the past actually like filleted them out. Yeah. And just rolled the fillets up with the. The stuffed crab mixture. How is that? It, it's, it's good. It's great. It's great. But yeah. the stuffed flounder folded out, butterflied out, and put on top. It, that's it's that's good too. Yeah. yeah. Did you did it. you remove the spine out of the middle? No. You just left no. it in. Some no. people do. Be- because I don't, I don't like to. Personally. You do or you I, don't? I don't because I don't. it leaves those little bit of bones at the yes. very end. Yes. Yeah. It it's it's easier to get those little bones by the fins, by the dorsal and the pectoral. Yeah. It's easier to get those bones out with that spine there than it is. People yeah. make the mistake, oh, it's boneless, and just start eating it. Yeah, no, you go. gotta warn them and let them yeah. know there's yeah. bone in there. Yeah. And, uh, but I like I like leaving the bone in because, like Sonny Schindler, he did one, I cleaned one the way I like to, butterflied it, left the spine in, and you stuff it on the top, and then you bake it, and then you, once you eat the stuffing and the meat off the top, you just lift the bone just out. Just it and right it up, out. yeah. Now, Sonny do, does it, he's a professional, I watched him do it. He it's in it's he does the top and the bottom the exact same like a butterfly and then he can pull the bones out so now you have a you can stuff it without the bones but i didn't it, I, it's not that i didn't like it as much it, it just kind of was different there right. was less meat um because you know some meat stays in between the bones yeah, and you stuff. Just pick it out um 
So his way, I, I, and we cooked them both. I cooked mine. Well, we were all over that night. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and Kim cooked this, the, not, the boneless one, and I, we ate it all, and it was all great. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I guess cleaning it wise, the way I, I learned was the butterfly, leave the bone in. Just but the bone just in. pulls right out. One, if you want that bottom meat, you just pull you the just, bone yeah, out. Yeah, you just pick it right up, and it's done. Yeah, just pull, I just fillet him. You get four fillets out of him. Yeah, I guess. Then, uh, then Brandon and I went floundering last weekend, and um, well, two weekends ago, mm-hmm. and I mean, we didn't see we didn't see a flounder. We saw every crab that's in. In the ocean. Why don't you stick them like Ben and Lyra did that night and leave them in the back of my truck? Dead crabs. <laughs> Dead crabs. I thought they were going to be live crabs, so I just left them in the back of my truck. They were live when we put them in your truck. Yeah. And I, you know, so I'm just like, okay, I got some. He texted me, or, you know, the next day, he's like, I left some crabs in your truck. I go to work, don't even think about it. I get out the next afternoon, they'd be wow. cooking in the back oh, no. of my truck. They were in an ice chest. Uh-huh. I had an ice chest in the back of my truck, and they just threw them in that. But I don't think there was any ice on them. <laughs> Did you have to throw the ice just away? And it's now, 100 degrees. I might have eaten the damn crabs for all I know. I don't remember. I don't like throwing it away. I owe you a meal on that no, one. No, I no. apologize. No, no, it wasn't your fault. You told me they were there. It was, I went to work and totally oh. forgot. And then I opened in the afternoon thinking, oh, there might be crabs in there. Oh, nasty. They were all dead and hot because they stuck them. If you stick them, you got to cook them that day. Yeah. I mean, you, they're not going to last. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess. And the jellyfish were out there bad. Yeah. When y'all went? Yeah, there's a lot ones. of jellyfish yeah. getting really? that, Well, they weren't getting me because I wear waders. Yeah, yeah. But they well, were you could there. see them. I mean, right. it was clear enough where you could see them before well, that works, you yeah. walked into them. Yeah. Were you wearing waders? No, I barefoot. You go barefoot. I, don't have I wear waders. tennis <laughs> shoes, which I didn't leave my shoes in the back of your no, truck like I thought I, I did. For. Yeah, I, I found them. Um, them. Tell us about your experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I had a once-in-a-lifetime day deal down in Venice. Uh, a couple weekends ago, uh, a buddy of ours, uh, he invited us down to his, I don't know what, estate down in Venice. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's royalty down there. But, um, yeah, he, he, he's a big marlin fisher out of this area, out of that area. And uh, he just wanted to go fishing. Uh, took us out. We went out for a day and a half. Um, out the rigs, went, caught a bunch of bonita right off the bat, and then started chunking for marlin. And man, we caught some. I think we ended up pulling in at least four, got them to the boat. Uh, we released all of them, we didn't kill any of them. Uh, what was the biggest one, y'all? Well, yeah, without weighing it, hard to say, but uh, probably a buddy of mine, Brandon, re- reeled it in, a guy I work with. He got his up to the boat, we got it in like it's like 10.30 at night. You, you fought it for an hour and a half. Um, hooked into it right before dark. They guesstimated uh, about 550 pounds. These are, these are professional guys. They're going to yeah. know they're wrong. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 They, they just won the international tournament uh, yeah. July 4th weekend. Wow. I mean, they're, they're, they're the real deal. Yeah. Um, but we had an amazing time. Uh, the whole crew down there, Captain John Buck and, uh, excuse me, um, Jason Buck and uh, the crew, Nick and Vic, uh, they're, they're amazing fishermen. I was extremely not impressed. this Vic. No, different, different Vic. <laughs> y'all kind of related though. It looks like he one and the same. He must be a really good fisherman. He's really good looking, you know, heck of a fisherman. Oh, yeah. it's that just, that's, that's, just good people all around. Me. Yep. Uh, yeah, man, we pulled in full for Marlin, but we probably brought up. 
uh, a dozen. Uh, one of them about ripped the teaser off the boat. It hit so hard. Really? It was wild. And then um, on the way back in, we stopped at a, at a secret reef out there and uh, pulled up our limit of the snappers. They probably own that reef. They might. They, yeah, they probably put it down <laughs> they, there. They put the it down there. No, nobody knows where <laughs> it is. Well, there. You could pull it, man. It, it wasn't fishing. It was catching. As soon as you dropped that bait, you were reeling a snapper. How deep up. was it, do you think? Uh, it was 178 feet. That's a, big, that's a lot of reeling. Yeah. How, yeah. How, how deep was the water when y'all were up? I mean, um, you said teasing, so how deep was the water y'all were trolling? So we were trolling some weed lines, and it was about... Sargasm? Sargasm, yeah. It was like 1,500, 2,000 feet, and they were deep. Cobalt blue? Well, most of it. Did now, there, that weed line was the, the yeah, difference where the current the was. Yeah. So on one side, it was that beautiful cobalt the blue. The other side was kind of dirty. The other side was muddy. Did y'all see any, It was beautiful. Did y'all see any yeah. flying fish? Oh, they were all over. Yeah. Yeah. I climbed up on the tuna tower one day and was just looking all around. They were popping yeah, all over. It's, it's pretty cool to you see. You can see the mahi on the weed lines from up top mm-hmm. swimming. We tossed them a couple times. I think we ended up catching about five mahi. I pulled in a small wahoo. We cooked them up on the boat. Right. Fried them up. Really? So what, the uh, whole what, experience sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. You didn't invite us. <laughs> so, and, I mean, y'all, y'all catch any tuna at all? Did y'all see any tuna? Uh, we... We tried. We went to a rig and was were uh, chunking for them and trying, but uh, we ended up. We, I think we caught about a twenty pound uh, yellowfin, but nothing, nothing with any size to it. I caught a big black uh, tuna, blackfin tuna, but it, it we tossed it back. Yeah. Um, did those not taste as good as yellowfin? Apparently not. I, I, I thought know. it did. I was excited. Yeah, it's you know? a tuna. I don't like, think. Do blackfins are no good. It's it, you know, I mean, if you look at a bonita. Mm-hmm. They're very similar. There, there, there's a relation there. Yeah. Bonita in Spanish means what? I have no clue. Beautiful. 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 If you see that fish, it is beautiful. It, it's a nice looking mm-hmm. fish. It's got like purple But it's, it's shaped yeah. just like a, a tuna. Got a little tuna, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's um, a little tuna. Yeah. yeah. But they're not, they're not good to not eat. Not good to eat. Yeah, um, I've eaten the same it. Way, yeah. I've had it. It's yeah, not but bad. It's, it's not. It's not yellowfin. No. No. It is, no. <laughs> but for um, you would think blackfin to yellowfin... I mean, wouldn't be that different. But we, I guess it used is. To, we used to to Color keep the, the little completely different the little black fins. Uh, you know, we yeah. call them little footballs. We yeah. would keep them, yeah. um, and we'd eat them. I mean, it was fine, but uh, you know, I mean, it's not it's not it's not nearly as good as the elephant. And yeah. I mean, truthfully, yeah. that's like a, a if you got a blue fin. Tuna and you got a yellowfin tuna. Bluefin's right the more expensive, uh, and that's the much better Ooh, yeah. tuna. Which usually is on the east coast. They have, they do. They do in get the in the Gulf. Gulf. Yeah. Just like great whites get in the Gulf, yeah. but it's not common. Yeah. Well, they run down in Venice, but apparently they just put a limit, like the internet or the, me, the federal. Yeah. yeah they, the federal fisheries put an entire limit on the Gulf of three thousand pounds of catch. Now that's yeah, wow. be reporting. That it. could be twenty that, that, fish. That could be yeah. three fish. Yeah, yeah. Be, well, they just called the world record a couple of days ago. So not almost almost thousand pounds. Yeah, that's three fish. Estimated yeah. to weigh two or cost two million dollars. That's crazy. That that, that is crazy. Did you see those guys on like Wicked Tuna? Yeah, they might make ten grand, twenty grand on the yeah, best that, fish ever. Yeah. That's a thousand pound tuna, and they're gonna two million. I guess the time of the year is what it determines. It's 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 uh, supply and demand, yeah. and they're cut off from because well, they're not up there. So the Japanese people are the ones that are buying it, I guess, over in the eastern. I guess I don't really know what makes the market and the price and all that. I've heard where they have the fish markets over there, and it's uh, it's a sign of wealth to bid on the 
the first blue yeah the fin first caught. one always gets a huge a huge price right because they want the honor of getting the first one mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah i'm interested in just trying to figure that out i mean so if that fish uh, a thousand pound bluefin here this time of year is worth two million dollars those guys they need to start fishing down here yeah, you know, for you catch one, one, catch fish, one fish, and you made your year. They're catching forty fish a year and only making <laughs> your year. making a hundred grand. You know, so I the fish for three more years. I'm guessing it's about supply and demand what, because the F- big ones. Are. FB tuna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dot com or whatever. Yeah, dot com. Yeah, dot com. You got. Yeah. Well, they he, they made him out tuna. to be the villain from the yeah. beginning. Hot um, tuna, pinwheel. Pinwheel. I did. I, hard they merchandise. Made, they made pinwheel out to be a villain too. Whenever he came in, because the young and he was a, he was he was he ran his mouth. <laughs> but he's earned his stripes now. Just I, like I all of us. Yeah, that's what you were on. The done deal. The done yeah, deal. So that's a great boat. Oh, I saw you show that picture. It was amazing. Check yep. this out. So you'll like, you'll appreciate this. Ben, Ben's showing us pictures right now of his awesome fishing trip. It was a terrible time. How, how much did that? That weigh, is. You know? I don't. I might zoom in and tell you. That's either the world record or the state record tarpon. It was over 100 inches long. Who it called that? It, uh, his, Mr. John's buddy down there called they, it. That's a that replica mount. You know, they used to yeah. they used to be out at Cat Island a lot yeah. back in the day. Yeah, they, they go There's through. My brother saw them last year. Down. They're still there. Yeah, they're there. But they, yeah. they go through at a certain time of year. Mm-hmm. And my brother... Last year happened to be out there without any kids or anybody on his boat because they were all. Does he remember when he was out there? Yep, it was uh, Memorial Day week. No, Labor Day weekend, September second or third or whatever. That's that's the annual dove hunt. I I can't be. He was out there just fishing. He just went south of. He was like in Cat Island Channel, just trying to figure out because he doesn't know where to fish out here. You know, he was trying. He was by himself. None of his kids wanted to wake up, and he went out there and. He's by himself, just in his boat, and all of a sudden he sees this rolling stuff. He thought it was redfish. He looked at them. They came right by his boat. Tarpon. Yeah, because the yeah. redfish school up out there Labor Day weekend. Yeah, well, he tarpon Between came through. And ship. A, a school of tarpon came through, and he threw at him, and his first, he had a speckled trout rig. <laughs> you know, he's like, Shit. So and he had this big pole. So he, he once he realized those are those are freaking tarpon. That's a five foot fish. Yeah. So he's he's rigging up for it. He has like a shark reel on his boat, uh, you know, with the, the the metal leader and all that. And he's casting out to him, nothing. Casting out to him, then another boat shows up, and uh, so he was on the other side of the school, and they're both throwing at it, trying and trying. The other guys catching, but or hooking and popping too. Paces like they're tarpon, they're huge, man, and they're trying to figure it out. Neither of them could even, they'd hook them, but they'd pop it. Hey, thanks for joining us tonight for this edition of Hardwood Boys Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks.